1: A H O. Do you live in your own home? If so, it will pay you to remember those three letters A-H-O. They stand for the Assured Home Ownership Plan of the Equitable Life Assurance Society. A money-saving, home-saving plan designed
2: to speed the day when you can say, No mortgage on my house. I own it free and clear.
1: If you'd like to make that homeowner's dream come true, please listen carefully in about 11 minutes. For full information on the equitable AHO plan. Tonight, the subject of our FBI file Armed Robbery. It's titled Fiesta Fugitive.
3: After decades of being referred to as cops, flat feet, bulls, and many other uncomplimentary names, law enforcement officers today are regarded as members of a highly respected profession. Cases which a few years ago would have remained mysteries are now solved through the use of the Scientific Crime Laboratory, the basic improvement in personnel, and the specialized training law enforcement officers throughout the nation receive. The policemen of years gone by would hardly recognize today's FBI special agents as they go about their jobs. The only familiar element would be hard work. Despite technical aids and increased knowledge, today's law enforcement officer must still contribute labor, the relentless hour-after-hour effort for which there is no substitute. Tonight's FBI file opens on the streets of a southern Gulf Coast city. It is fiesta time, and on every side street, people dance in gay costumes. Certain streets are closed to traffic, and block parties are held. The litter of confetti and discarded noisemakers doesn't bother the dancing couples, for these are people in a holiday mood. Even a gaudily dressed couple trying to push their way through the crowd can only laugh at their
2: lack of success.
4: Well, I thought the football season was
2: over. At this rate, we'll never make it. We
4: got to.
2: (laughs) You tell them.
4: They got the costumes and the places to go.
2: All we need is the money. Let's try again. Come on. Follow me.
3: The girl is dressed as a pirate, her hair covered by a large red scarf, one eye hidden by a patch, her face heavily painted. The man is wearing a dragon's head mask over his head and shoulders. And as he pushes his way through the other couples,
2: he suddenly stops. Huh? What's the matter? My, my tooth! The filling came out! Well, does it hurt, Dad? Not yet, but it will.
4: You want to forget about it today?
2: No, no, we're this close. Let's
3: go! The dragon's head and the lady pirate had to stop a few more times as they made their way through the crowd. But finally, they reached the sidewalk in front of the Federal Savings and Loan Association, occupying the corner store. After catching their breath, they entered.
4: What can I do for you? How much can I get on this ring?
2: The diamond's real.
5: I can see that. But we don't make loans on rings.
2: After explaining
3: the rules, the woman behind the counter was to learn that the company did make loans on rings when the request was made by a man with a gun in his hand. The robbery of a federal savings and loan association is a federal violation. So the local field office of your FBI was immediately notified of the robbery. A witness was found who saw the dragon's head and the lady pirate run to a car and speed away. The description was broadcast. Two hours later, the car was located in another part of the city. FBI Special Agent Jim Taylor is examining it when Agent Frank Jackson approaches.
6: Hello, Jim. Oh, hi, Frank. Find anything yet? Yeah, a few things. Might be significant. Mm -hmm. What are they? Here's the eye patch the girl was wearing chance tracing it? No, Frank. That's the kind they sell in every drugstore. Here's the dragon's head. Well, must be a hundred stores carrying those. Yeah, but maybe we can get some help. There are quite a few red hairs in the mask there. Well, that all we've got to go on? Yeah, that's all so far. Well, how about prints? There's none on the steering wheel, the rear-view mirror, or the door handles. You look through the glove compartment? Yeah, I just finished. Oh, Frank, come here. Help lift these cushions, will you? Get a the right There. Nothing but dirt. No, wait a minute, there's there's something wedged under here, some kind of a card. What is it? I can't tell yet. There, that's a card from a scale. Two hundred and thirty pounds. Hey, it's stamped with today's date. hmm? This car was stolen yesterday. This could belong to whoever stole the car. Yeah, it could be. Come on, Frank, let's dust this for prints.
3: special agents are trained to work with the material at hand to start the chain of evidence as they did in this case, with a car that turned out to have been stolen, an eye patch, a dragon's head mask, and a card from a penny weighing machine.
6: Frank, we got some reports from the lab. The hairs from the dragon's head mask were red all right, but not originally. They'd been dyed. But the mask was worn by a man. Yeah. Well, Washington thinks it might have been somebody named Howard Boone. he just finished a jail sentence for bank robbery. Huh? Yeah, they got his name out of modus operandi file. He's known to have dyed his hair while casing a job. Oh, well, how about pictures? They're en route now. I think maybe he's the right man, Frank. This description here says Boone weighs 225 pounds. Uh, yeah, I checked that weighing machine card. Oh, did you get anything? Well, the scale is in a drugstore on the boardwalk. Boardwalk, huh? That ties in with this other report from the lab. The dirt we vacuumed from the floor mats of the getaway car had a lot of sand in it. Yeah, from the beach? yeah. Well, we might get something at the drugstore if we had Boone's pictures. Well, they'll be here first thing in the morning. Howard. Huh?
4: Haven't you gotten up yet?
2: (laughs) Oh, this tooth was murder all night.
4: Why don't you go to your dentist?
2: It'll get better.
4: Haven't you had enough trouble with teeth to know they don't fix themselves?
2: You know I don't like dentists.
4: You seem to like a bed.
2: Grace, we got $3,500 on the loan company job. How much do you want to steal in one week?
4: As much as we can.
2: Please, Grace, my tooth hurts. I'm tired.
4: From what? You get up in the morning, go out and lay on the beach all day and come back for dinner. Is that tough?
2: You think listening to you is easy? Oh, this tooth is murder.
4: Then get up. Come on. Get up and find a dentist.
3: FBI investigations are not a chain of hunches or lucky breaks, but of constant work and careful planning. After the woman at the loan company identified Howard Boone's picture as a red-headed man whom she had noticed hanging around the previous week, Agents Taylor and Jackson distributed his picture to every hotel and rooming house in the city. Showed it to ticket sellers at every transportation terminal, but got no results. Then they received a copy of Boone's prison record and found he had continual trouble with his teeth. A list of every dentist in the city was prepared, and Agents Taylor and Jackson set out to interview them.
6: Pardon me. Are you uh, Dr. Raymond? Yes, yes. What is it? I'm a special agent of the FBI. Here are my credentials. Sit down in booth four. You'll get the usual discount for government employees. Well, well, doctor, that's not... I'll be with you in a minute. Doctor, please. I didn't come in here for treatment. Well, what do you want? Well, if you've got a minute, I'd like you to look at this picture. Here. Have you seen that man? Hmm... He was here this morning. Oh. I filled three cavities for him. Worst patient I've had in a year. Screamed like a Comanche. Uh, do you have his address? I don't keep records. Takes too much time. I operate cash and carry. Oh, I see. Well, do you expect this man back for any further treatment? No reason for him to return, but if he does, I hope he brings a broom. How's that? I never saw a man leave a booth in such a mess. When I tilted the chair back to work on him, the sand ran out of his clothes like a waterfall. Sand? Haven't
2: been able to use Booth 5 since he was here. There's sand on the floor, in the oh, chair, pardon all me, over. me, Doctor.
6: do you have a broom around the office here? Yes. Why? I'd like to sweep that sand up myself. Mm -hmm. Frank, we've definitely tied Howard Boone into the holdup. Yeah? Oh. The lab just reported on that sand from the dentist's office. Matches the sand that we found in the getaway car. More progress, but no Boone. Yeah. Oh, uh, did you get any lead on the girl? Uh, Not a thing. I've been studying his record. He usually sits tight for a while after doing a job. Ought to make him easier to find, but it doesn't. Well, this report from the lab gives us a focal point. And where? That drugstore at the beach where Boone weighed himself. Oh, I took his pictures to the store yesterday, Jim. None of the clerks recognized him. He might still be hiding out down there, though. Look, let's each take his picture and go house to house along the beach.
3: Patience must be part of the equipment of every special agent. Patience to keep working every angle of an investigation until its possibilities are exhausted. To continue probing even when no progress seems to be made. One house after another at the beach was visited, and always the answer was the same. No one had seen Howard Boone. With each house visited, though, Agent Taylor was coming closer and closer to a small wooden cottage. A cottage occupied by Mr. and Mrs. Howard Boone.
2: Uh, It's a lazy day today.
4: How can you tell?
2: Oh, come off it.
4: Oh, Howard. When are you going to go back to work? I don't know. You'll be 14 your next birthday.
2: Gracie, I'm a plain guy. I don't want to own the whole world. Let somebody else make a buck.
4: Oh, don't worry. They are. Did you see the paper?
2: Just the sports page.
4: Three men held up the National Bank and got $36,000.
2: Uh, nice haul.
4: He could have been one of those three men. Then we'd have 15000 instead of 3500
2: You still wouldn't be satisfied.
4: Oh, that's right, I wouldn't be.
2: Then what difference does it make if I go to work or not?
4: Don't you ever stop and think about the men you grew up with? Whitey Miller has a piece of the numbers racket. Jack Adams is the enforcer for the bookmakers.
2: Harry Benchley. I know, I know, and you could have married any one of them.
4: Oh, Howard, I'm not sorry I picked you. (sighs) I still think you've got more on the ball than any of them. You've just got to try a little harder, be a little more interested in, in advancing yourself.
2: What did I do with my cigarettes? I must have left them in the bedroom.
4: Well, I'm sorry I bored you. I'll answer it. Coming! Hello.
6: Good afternoon, ma'am. I'm a special agent of the FBI. Yes? I'm trying to look at a man named Howard Boone. I'd like you to look at his picture. All right. Have you seen this man? Let me see. Take as much time as you like.
4: Oh, no, I'm sorry. I never saw this man in my life.
1: We will return in just a minute to tonight's exciting case from the official files of your FBI. Now, a question for homeowners. What are the three most important security letters in the homeowner's alphabet? That's easy. A-H-O. A is for assured. H is for home. O is for ownership and the assured Homeownership plan of the equitable society. It's America's finest plan of home ownership because it gives three special benefits not always found in other mortgage plans.
2: First benefit. An equitable A.H.O. plan gives you a way to pay off your mortgage years ahead of time.
1: That's good news for men who don't want their mortgage to drag on and on. One of
2: the big objectives
1: of this equitable society plan is to speed the day when you can proudly say, No mortgage on my house. I own it free and clear. Here's the reason this can happen so fast. Every equitable A.H.O. plan teams up the low-cost first mortgage with life insurance protection. One monthly payment takes care of both. Thanks to the insurance element, a constantly growing cash loan fund is created. Year by year, the mortgage grows smaller and the cash loan fund larger until it's actually big enough to pay off what's left of the mortgage. This explains how hundreds of AHO families can pay off their 20-year mortgages in about 14
2: years. That's six years ahead of schedule. Second benefit of an equitable assured home ownership plan If the owner dies, his widow doesn't inherit a mortgage. She inherits the home free and clear.
1: And what's more, the
2: Equitable Society not only cancels
1: the mortgage, but also returns to the widow every cent her husband had paid to reduce the principal.
2: Lastly, this plan is a money saver at all times. The mortgage draws interest at 4%.
1: So, for many reasons, a man may consider himself lucky if his health, age, income, and the location of his home enable him to qualify for an Equitable Assured Homeownership Plan. For full information, see your Equitable Society representative or write care of this station to the Equitable Life Assurance Society. Remember, the sooner you start an Equitable Assured Homeownership Plan, the sooner you'll be able to say, No mortgage on our home. We own it free and clear. (laughs) now back to the FBI file, Fiesta Fugitives.
3: As you have seen in tonight's case from the files of the Federal Bureau of Investigation, two criminals, a man and a woman, used the circumstances of a local fiesta as a background for their crime. Other criminals have used different backgrounds... different circumstances... many of them planned in advance... but often improvised... for criminals tend to be opportunists. In too many cases... the victim directly contributes to the robbery... by displaying a well-filled wallet in a public place... or leaving a note in a milk bottle... revealing how long a house will be empty. A note thieves can read as easily as the milkman. By observing general rules of care and caution... Rules which are not only crime prevention, but also self-preservation. You can make it extremely difficult for a criminal to make you the next victim on his list. Tonight's file continues the following morning at the local FBI field office.
6: Frank, the woman from the Savings and Loan Association called in. She remembered something else. About Boone? No, she said that when the girl was taking off the diamond ring just before the holdup, she noticed a band of white flesh as if a wedding ring had kept that part of the finger from getting sunburned. Yeah. Well, Boone's records show anything about him being married? Yeah, yeah, it did, but there's no address for his wife, and the mail charts from prison don't list any letters that he ever sent her or got from her. Yeah, well, you called the license bureau. Well, they don't show any record on a Howard Boone, but there's no telling what name he might have used. Well, we don't even know he was married here. No, but his first three arrests were here. This seems to have been his headquarters. Yeah, that's true. Frank, I had a list made up of every church, preacher, and justice of the peace in town. Everybody who could have performed the ceremony. Well, where do we start? Well, I still think the beach is part of the answer, so let's fan out from there.
2: Grace, Grace, we got a job. That call was from a guy I did time with, and he's got a setup up all ready to be knocked over. He's letting us have the whole deal for 300 We don't want it. Wait, how can you turn it down? You, you don't even know what the job is.
4: If it was any good, would he sell it for a flat 300 or would he want a percentage?
2: Well, Besides,
4: he... we, we don't have to buy jobs.
2: But this one sounded real good to me. What was it? An all-night supermarket. Well, this guy said there's always about 2000 in the till around midnight.
4: Job's got no class.
2: Grace, you're on my back all week to get a job, and I get one. Now it's not fancy enough for you. And I'm right. Okay, okay. If you're such a genius, you go out and find the next job.
3: A man and woman rob a loan company office. Instead of fleeing after their crime, they settle down. Your FBI takes a common dragon's head mask. An eye patch, a few strands of hair, and the card from a penny weighing machine. Puts them together and learns the identity of the man. To the layman, that would seem to present the simplest kind of a case. To the law enforcement officer, it presents one of the most difficult. For in flight, the criminal must occasionally expose himself. But hiding out, he can stay under cover and out
6: of sight. Good afternoon, ma'am. Is uh, Judge Crawford in?
5: Oh, I'm sorry. He passed away a few months ago.
6: Oh, I see. Well, ma'am, I'm Special Agent Taylor of the FBI. I came here to ask for some help.
5: I'm Mrs. Crawford. Please come in. Oh,
6: thank you very much. Tell me, Mrs. Crawford, did you see many of the marriages that uh, Judge Crawford performed?
5: Just about all. Oh. I used to be the witness, and I took wedding pictures of the couples. All those on the wall are mine.
6: Oh, well, then maybe you'll be able to help me. I'm looking for a man named Howard Boone. Here's a photograph of him. Have you ever seen
5: him? Well, I'm not sure, but let me look through my album. Uh-huh. Here we are, right over here. Let me see now. There. Don't they look happy? They were the first ones the judge ever married. Bentley was their name.
6: Oh, uh, ma'am, can we... Go through some more, please.
5: Oh, heaven, Jeff, yes, forgive me. This is the Andersons. We get a Christmas card from them every year. Uh-oh. They were a lovely couple.
6: There, that's born.
5: Why, why so it is. Here's a copy of their license.
6: Oh, may I see that, please? Howard, Howard Adams and Grace Larrabee. Here's the name Adams. Well, this, um... Hotel National that's written here under the license. Is that the address they gave?
5: That's right. And here's the date, July 8th, six years ago.
6: July 8th. Well, thank you very much.
5: Don't you want to see any more of the pictures?
6: Well, uh, not right now, but thanks again for your help.
3: Sometimes one piece of evidence dovetails smoothly into the next. And conducting the investigation is a simple matter. In most cases, though, an agent gets a lead, investigates, makes some progress, and then runs into a dead end. That happened at the Hotel National. No one remembered the couple, and they hadn't left any forwarding address. The added information that Mrs. Boone's maiden name had been Grace Larrabee, set Agents Taylor and Jackson off on another avenue of investigation. There was a possibility she'd pawned the ring while her husband was in jail. They therefore began checking all pawn shops and loan companies.
6: Another shop just down the block, Jim. We make it through this mob. <laughs> Find me, lady. <ladies>. am sorry. <laughs> Excuses, <laughs> us, please. Well, let me through, please. How you doing? You know, we might take a week at this rate. We you let us through, please? Find me. Thank you. Here we are, Frank. Come on. Go ahead.
1: Good day, gentlemen.
6: Hello there. Uh, we're special agents of the FBI. What can I do for you? Well, we'd like to know if you ever loan money on a diamond ring to a woman named Grace Boone or Grace Larrabee. I can look it up, please. Thanks. A diamond ring, you say? Yeah, that's right. It's about one and a half carats, plain gold settings. Well, if I did, it would be in this book. Oh, you might as well look at Brace Larrabee first. All right. Yes, yes, here it is. One and a half carats. Plain gold setting. That's it. She borrowed $200 on March 18th, 1950. Redeemed the ring two months later. Do you have her address there? Yeah. 68 Chelsea Avenue. Fine. Thanks very much. <laughs> Chelsea Avenue is the next block. We're quite away from the beach. Yeah, that we are. Let's see, this is the uh, 100 block. Uh-huh. That is 96, 90, 82, 74. Hey, hold it. Hmm? Look, 68 is the police station. Yeah, but that's the number the pawnbroker gave us. Yeah, I know, but there's got to be a mistake someplace. Well, maybe she gave him the wrong address. Oh, I doubt that, Frank. She only borrowed two hundred on a ring worth a thousand, and she used the right name. Yeah, but this police station's been here twenty years. Yeah. Wait a minute, Frank. Look over there, those stores. Look in. Huh? See, hey, there isn't a clean window among them. But three of them have old, faded lettering and new gold numbers. Well, say that's right. Come on, let's go into the police station. We might still be on the right track.
4: got a job. What? The toll gate on the bridge. Oh, no. You know that little restaurant by the approach?
2: Uh-huh.
4: I stopped him for coffee, and one of the bridge attendants was in the next booth with a girl, telling her about his job. Uh-huh. The last shift on the tollgate is eight at night to four the next morning, and it's only one man. At midnight, an armored car comes by for the day's receipts. Honey, have you got any idea how much money they take in on that bridge? I don't
2: know. A couple of G's?
4: On good days, from eight to ten thousand. And all we do is pick up the money before the armored car gets there.
2: That's the whole deal? Uh huh. I don't like it.
4: Why not?
2: The guy at the toll gate has a gun.
4: Yours will be out first.
2: How about traffic? Suppose somebody drives up while we're sticking up the joint. It's
4: due to rain tonight. The traffic will be light. Look. Let's drive over there and you can see the layout for yourself.
2: Well, I... Come on. Okay.
4: Now, this is what I meant by something big. Nobody's ever stuck up the bridge.
6: Maybe there's a reason. Go ahead. Just a minute, huh? FBI. All right, Bone, put your hands... Wait a minute. As soon as you put the cuffs on him, Frank, we'll take them both to the county jail.
3: and Grace Boone were convicted of bank robbery and sentenced to federal penitentiaries. The faded lettering and the new gold leaf numbers on some of the plate glass windows across from the police station suggested to Agent Taylor that perhaps the street had recently been rezoned and the addresses changed. A check at the police station revealed that to be the case, after which it was a simple matter to learn the number to which Mrs. Boone's old address had been changed. And so another case from the files of the Federal Bureau of Investigation was closed. It may have occurred to some listeners that the file could have been closed earlier if instead of merely asking homeowners along the beach whether or not they recognized Howard Boone's picture, your FBI had gone into the houses and searched for Boone. That, however, would have violated the constitutional rights of privacy enjoyed by those homeowners. And while your FBI puts every effort into fighting crime, It does so within the strict confines of the law, because that's the way special agents are trained to operate, because that's the American way.
1: Now a quick review of two advantages of the Equitable Assured Home Ownership Plan. First, the mortgage bears interest at 4%. Second, the plan provides for a cash loan fund that may be used to pay off a 20-year mortgage in about 14 years. For further information about the Assured Home Ownership Plan, see your Equitable Society representative or send a postcard, care of this station, to the Equitable Life Assurance Society.
3: Next week, we will dramatize another case from the files of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Its subject, armed robbery. It's titled, The Campus Crime Wave.
1: The incidents used in tonight's Equitable Life Assurance Society's broadcast are adapted from the files of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. However, all names used are fictitious. And any similarity thereof to the names of places or persons living or dead is accidental. Tonight, the music was composed and conducted by Frederick Steiner. The author was Jerry D. Lewis. Your narrator was William Woodson. And Special Agent Taylor was played by Stacey Harris. Others in the cast were Tony Caruso, Helen Klebe, Marta Mitrovich, Vernon Rich, Charles Smith, and Theodore Von Eltz. This Is Your FBI is a Jerry Divine production. This is Larry Keating speaking for the Equitable Life Assurance Society of the United States and the Equitable Society's representative in your community. And inviting you to tune in again next week at this same time when the Equitable Life Assurance Society will bring you another thrilling transcribed story from the files of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. The Campus Crime Wave on This Is Your FBI. Stay tuned for the adventures of Ozzie and Harriet. There's fun for the whole family when Ozzy and Harriet come your way next. This program came to you from Hollywood.
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card.